Welcome to Chicago's Afternoon News. I'm Lisa Dent. Steve Bertrand is here. Kevin Powell and Mary Vandeveld. And you're here. Thank you for all your text messages and all your phone calls on the text line in regards to State Rep Tom Morrison. 708 said, sad me to hear Tom's interview. Never once did he say safety for all. Obvious to him, politics are more important than safety. And then a lot of people were talking about his reaction to the masks. 773 said, for your information, soft white N95 masks are much different than N95 respirator masks, which are the kind that require fitting and look like gas masks. The state rep didn't mention that, but here's what he said. What we've heard from the CDC is that the cloth masks really are not effective against uh, the Omicron variant. Here's the thing about an N95, though. To wear it properly, it needs to be fit tested. You're not supposed to have any facial hair. It's supposed to be fit tested. Um, I actually, in addition to being a teacher and a broadcaster and a legislator, I also ran a restoration business for six years where we would go into fire and flood damage situations, mold, et cetera. And we and our employees always had to get annually fit tested uh, for an N95 respirator. We also were required to give our employees periodic breaks because it is extremely difficult to wear an N95 mask because it impedes the breathing. That is State Rep. Tom Morrison. He represents the Palatine area in the 54th House District. And uh, a lot of reaction to what he's saying. 630, isn't this representative adding to the chaos and fear? Yes, we are not wearing N95 respirator masks. KN95 masks don't have this personal fit issue. It's just a mask. Kids are doing fine. My daughter is an elementary teacher. Kids are doing okay at this level. Uh, Let's go to our next guest on the phone. This is Professor Nadav Shoked. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. So professor of law at Northwestern University. And of course, all of this conversation stems from a judge's decision to make masks optional and to let schools decide. And that has caused a little bit of chaos. So where does that legal standing, what weight does it have, actually? And do you expect it to be reversed? Yes. Uh, so, I mean, those are great questions. Uh, I think that a lot of the chaos actually was generated by the decision itself and specifically by how it was framed, phrased, uh, and then handed down. Uh, the decision leaves a lot of uncertainty with respect to the question, which is the big question of to whom does it apply? Um, does it apply only to the specific parties to that litigation? So the specific school district that sued in front of that court, or does it apply to all school districts uh, in the state? Uh, the court is not clear on that one, which creates a ginormous opening for uncertainty because that's what enabled each school and district to basically pick the argument that serves their pre-existing preferences, whether political, health-oriented, or based on educational policy. The Attorney General filed an emergency motion with the 4th mm-hmm. District Illinois Appellate Court yesterday, and they're asking, he's asking for the court to pause enforcement of this temporary restraining order until the appeal can be resolved due to what he said, quote, the severe and immediate public health risks and disruption to in-person learning. Uh, how quickly will that pass through the courts? Yeah, so that's a very interesting question because, you know, following the pattern we've seen over the past couple of years, so almost since the beginning of the pandemic here in Illinois and in other states, We can predict that the higher courts, whether it's this Court of Appeals or maybe later on even the state Supreme Court, will overrule uh, this lower uh, ruling. I mean, we just saw that last week uh, in New York, and again, we saw it in the past in Illinois. So uh, the Attorney General is expecting to win, uh, at least uh, to get this temporary win, and it can happen very fast. Like by the end of the week? 
you know, it's, um, it's, it's always tough to bet on those things because it kind of depends on the timing of the judges themselves and how, you know, how excited are they uh, to make the decision. But it totally can happen by the end of the week. doesn't mean it will, but it's totally possible because they don't even, if they decide to basically just overrule this temporary decision, they don't even need to explain themselves. So they can decide that and then just publish their reasoning later on. This is Nadav Shokat. He is a professor of law at Northwestern University, and he expects a reversal of this judge's mask ruling. Uh, it, we're at an interesting time right now, and it seems, and I think Steve would agree, that we are very close to these mask mandates being lifted. So is there a deadline in which the appellate court can hear this? Isn't it five days? Well, Look, all parties here, especially the state, are, are playing for time because they think that's very much the same. The same. The state is thinking what you're saying. It's like we're seeing other states, uh, including also states controlled by Democrats, removing the mandate. So there's a good likelihood that within the next few weeks, uh, the mandate will be removed. Uh, so the only thing that the state is really, if we think about it just in practical terms, the state doesn't care here about winning the overall case. By the time the overall case is decided months from now, no one is going to care. So the state is only concerned about just getting this very specific temporary injunction removed so that it can keep the mandate for the next few days, maybe a few weeks, and then remove it itself. And then the litigation can go on, yet no one cares. <laughs> It'll be amazing if we hit a point when no one cares. <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining of us. <laughs> Nadav Shoked, he is a professor of law at Northwestern University.